Welcome, children. Welcome to the show. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Welcome uh, to Cinema Smash. I'm here, Jake, along with... I'm Luke, and uh, first now I want to apologise for all that, but... We just, I think, uh, something got inside the window or something? We're, we're just, like, keeping an eye on it. I'm not sure what it is yet, but we'll keep you posted. Today, we're going to talk about... Drugs, no way. No, The Conjuring. Oh. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about The Conjuring. Just came out from the cinema. Yeah, first... they went uh, on a full trip. First, a field trip, yeah. I am quite worried about whatever crawled in the window, though, I'm telling you. Uh, anyway, so... Been to cinema first time in probably, I think, over a year and uh -huh. two months. I went back in September. It's not a competition. It's not a competition. You know, it's, you're uh, right. You're right. But I still win. Yeah. Well, um, and it was a pretty terrible experience, if I'm being honest. Everyone was talking. Like, there was, it was just bags rustling. It is and, like, cinema how we always imagined it. No. No. I've never seen it that bad. Like, there okay, was people yeah. just blatantly on their phones, just like, right, like, holding them up and shit. Yeah. It's a horror movie, bro. Turn your screen off. Christ. Uh, the experience did kind of harm it a little bit for a me, but bit. it wasn't that bad. No. It, mainly it was because also the sound was kind of low. When they yeah, were talking. it was really low. Yeah, but like the action scenes were fine, but when they were talking, it was just like, all I had was just bags and... Oh, yeah, what are you doing this weekend? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, for me, it was, of course, easier. I had the Dutch subtitles underneath, even though I always hate Dutch subtitles, mm. because you hear the one thing and you know what it means, but then you see the translation, which can be something different entirely so you're like what the fuck yeah exactly but yeah. it helped in some cases here because people were like unbelievably loud yeah 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 but enough about the people let's talk about the film enough about people let's talk about dead people yeah let's talk about ghouls and horrible monsters uh demons in the beginning of summertime little children <laughs> uh so first thoughts i really like the movie overall not gonna lie it's been a while since i saw a horror movie in the cinema uh, as well i think the last one at least from the Conjuring universe, the last movie I saw in cinema horror movie was uh, Annabelle Creation. Yeah. And I think it was back in 2018. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like that movie as a song in cinema. I like this movie. I'm just a big horror fan in general. So, yeah. I'm not a big horror fan. I like horror movies, but I'm just not good with them. Uh, if you they're too jump scary, I will I will just leave. Um, you, were, you were quivering beside me. I was not quivering anywhere. If it, it was seething with rage because of the people in front of me uh, on their phone. But, um, yeah, so I'm not really that much of a horror guy, but I do like a good horror film, especially when it uh, is creepy and atmospheric rather than jump scare, jump scare, oh my god, look how scary that was. Mm -hmm. And this kind of had both. It had a little yep. bit of both. Um, I think it was more atmospheric than jump scary, though. Yeah, agreed. Um, although I will say it wasn't that scary. Like, it, I don't think it was. No, with the Conjuring movies, it is very hit or miss. Uh, yeah. Like, the first Conjuring movie was, well, it is, in my opinion, one of the best horror movies I've ever seen. Oh, agreed, yeah. And the the second Conjuring movie uh, is kind of like in between. It, is, it has pretty good atmosphere, also a lot of jump scares, and mm. a lot of sequel baiting or prequel baiting, however yeah. you want to call it, which. The Nun was quite a foe in The Conjuring too, but uh, in It's Her, It's, I mean, it's a demon. It's own mm. prequel story. Mm. The Nun is just very like, jump scare after jump scare. Yeah. The story is pretty all over the place. 
I I don't think I saw that one, but it looked like that's what it was going to be, you know. Uh, the fact that there is a sort of connected universe of horror movies, though, is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, although, like I said, I haven't watched all of them, and uh, really, the only ones that impressed me are the first one and this one. Annabelle was okay, but it was, Wait, it was just my favorite dolls. Like, the first Annabelle? No, the first, just the first Conjuring movie like, oh. that set up this whole universe. Uh, yeah, the yeah, only yeah. ones that really impressed me that I've seen are the first Conjuring and this Conjuring. And I guess Annabelle to an extent, just because it freaked me out. Because, but that's because I hate dolls. Like, dolls. Oh, I can't stand them. Like, yeah. Um, but my the very first thing I thought when I was watching it, this was in like ten minutes. Of it, it was just it looks gorgeous. Like yeah. it's just perfect. Like I can't find I can't find a single fault in that. No, the cinematography is great. Like sometimes you say like, oh, it's too dark, but you don't want a horror movie to be too bright. Yeah, exactly. And just the darks were amazing. And like the lighting was out of this world. Seriously, like. I remember there was a scene near the end where she's in the like the uh, the basement, basement the tunnels thing, underneath yeah, the, the river. Spoilers, by the way. Um, well, this whole episode is spoilers. <laughs> and um, the, there was a bit where she was just literally in the dark, just completely in the dark, mm-hmm. except for her flashlight that she had. And on a cinema screen, that looked amazing. Like just it was just deep blacks everywhere. You couldn't see anything. It was so unsettling. Mm-hmm. And like. Um, and then she reached for the light, and then two like powerful lights like come out and just like <laughs> stares in the eyes. Really cool stuff. Really cool. Yeah. Stuff. The thing is, what I have in cinema, uh, or at least what I would like to see in horror movies, that if you, I think Hereditary did this, mm. where even in the dark, uh, you've seen Hereditary, right? Oh, of course. In yeah. the in the bedroom where the guy is in bed, and his mum is in a yeah. the the the, yeah. the the corner of the ro- of the ceiling. Yeah. That shit's freaky as fuck. I always hope that horror movies do that stuff. Same. Because same, same. that's not a jump scare. Exactly. It's genuinely terrifying. You think yeah. or you see something moving around in the dark. Yeah. That's what gets you. And that's what I thought they were going for with this film because they did it all the time. Like there was always something in the background, but they didn't slightly moving. Yeah. Just just or even just stood there and then. You then know, they cut away and they cut back. It's gone and it boom. Yeah. Exactly. And that's when that's when it, I kind of found it a bit cheap sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Because like like you said, hereditary, they did it in that way, which is like. It's not intended to be like, oh, whoa! It's just like, holy shit, like, I, this feels wrong. Like, I don't want to be looking at this. Um, and that's what I think makes a great horror film, uh, personally. When your uh, movie is just 100% or like 99% jump scare mm. and has one creepy atmospheric thing, you're done with the movie. It's just hella boring at that yep. point. Yeah. When well, Hereditary had, I think Hereditary had one jump scare, maybe? Not even? Uh, the, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, that movie is terrifying. It's one of the most terrifying <laughs> movies I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. And then there's The Ritual, which I've also seen, which is mostly creepy atmosphere. Like, yep. you you see stuff, the camera line lingers on the forest, and you mm-hmm. see something moving around in the forest, mm-hmm. but it doesn't jump out. It doesn't jump out. So it really builds a creepy atmosphere. Uh, so then when there is a jump scare, you're like, okay, fine, you got me, fair. I think this movie has a balance in yeah, that because yeah. they're really good building up the creepy atmosphere, especially with the cursed, uh, the witch tokens, the cursed symbol, satanic cult, yeah, all that stuff is just really, the framing as well, just the like, framing um, as well, the cinematography, lighting, mm. uh, and then there's a jump scare. Like jump scares don't really get they, me that they much. Just didn't work in this film. I don't think one, no, two of them did get me. Yeah, I know. Were, I was like, <laughs> it was like a. Just the loudness from coming from silence is not, a, yeah. it's not. It's not an accomplishment, like in that sense, unless it's earned, unless you've actually like you know done all the groundwork. Yeah. Before. 
it's just it's just a loud noise before after silence, and that isn't like of course it's gonna make people jump. That's what it does. Like yeah, like jump scares don't always get me. Like I've I've maybe I've grown a bit immune to them. <laughs> don't quote me on this because I know the next time we'll see a movie, they might actually get me. Like oh, you, you know, Luke. Has I'll been, play this like literally in your. Yeah, Luke has been proven a liar right now at this very moment. <laughs> exactly. A jump scare can get him, and it can get me. But more often than not, it doesn't get me. Yeah. So. And when you don't have the jump scares, you need the atmosphere. And I feel like this film had a lot of atmosphere, but the pacing butchered a the lot. The pacing of it. Like, was all over the place. The pacing was a nightmare, like scarier than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, you know? maybe even, yeah. Um, yeah, what do you find the most terrifying thing of the whole movie? Uh, well, when Lil Luke, Lil Luke the kid was. Julian uh, Hilliard. Julian Hilliard didn't know his name, sorry, so I'll just call him Luke. Um, Luke Crane, Hill House reference. Rising star, by the way. He's, 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 One he's, division. He's so Hill good House. at being terrified. Like, Poor little really kid. Is, it. He just, uh, like Julian Hilliard and, and Patrick Wilson, it just can't get a break from yeah. either uh, fighting ghosts, being terrified yeah, by yeah. ghosts, or being possessed by ghosts. They've been typecast as the ghost people, essentially. The ghost people. Which, you know, it's not the worst thing to be typecast as. But uh, yeah, the most terrifying thing for me was, it's a tough one, because like I said, it wasn't really a scary film. Um, it's more just the, the idea of like, because the, there was like a, a kind of a, a running metaphor of like mental health uh, alongside possession, right? It was it was almost like saying that, you know, um, uh, especially with the first guy who, who murdered the, 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 the Bruno. Sh- the, the shop owner, yeah. Yeah, especially with him, like it, it was kind of going towards this like, um, insanity is, is just, you know, it's all in your mind and, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it, possession could be a parable for that. But they kind of abandoned that and then they were like, actually, no, never mind. It is real. There actually. is a satanic cult. There is literally demons right now and obviously uh, it's the Conjuring universe so it makes sense that there's real monsters. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. That That is the scariest thing. It's like being trapped in your mind and like you seeing all this stuff. Like that concept to me is terrible. Yeah, that concept, I agree. I, um, I'd say like with all the cursed symbols and stuff like that, it just made me, it reminded me of something. Well, there first is a, uh, there is an episode of Supernatural in the earlier seasons about the same stuff mm. where people kill themselves with all these witchy totems. It also reminded me of side quests in Assassin's Creed Valhalla. You literally have uh, locations where you see like dead people lying around, bones, mm-hmm. dead like, deer skulls. Yeah. You have to destroy cursed totems like that. Okay. So it really connects it to that as well. I would say just either visually or story-wise, Body horror and gore, mm. that's not for me. No. So yeah, yeah. when you have all these people like pulling themselves in like a pretzel. It's, it's, it's done, that it shirt. does nothing, right? Like What? It does nothing for me personally. Really? Because all the contortion stuff. Um, like, like my muscles are all pulling like together in my own body after seeing I just can't handle that stuff. I was like physically cringing, but it wasn't anything more than that. Like, stuff like that is maybe physically like because you see, like the body contouring all on itself. To be fair, when when uh, Luke when that happened to Luke, <laughs> sorry, tell his real name. Julian Hilliard. Julian Hilliard. He went full um, pretzel mode. Full pretzel mode. That was like, oh, that was that was. Yeah, I love I love movements like that in horror movies because it is hella creepy. Yeah. But I also know it makes me physically cringe. Yeah. Like you have this one with the with a woman at the end, the sister, mm-hmm. like the, the 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 satanic cultess. Just a bad villain person. The antagonist. Mm. Um, but she had like her fingers first like pulled backwards and stuff yeah. like that, and then she got like, turn around. Ugh. That shit when when her body dropped down, you could see like her her legs were spinning the wrong way. Yeah, and then she like just that. like froze almost like really. Yeah, she was, like, drool coming out of her. And then she yeah, dropped to the yeah. ground. 
There was some a scene just like that in Annabelle creation as well, where the father who's holding the cross mm-hmm. uh, against the demon, you see all his fingers like breaking and all the wrong uh, ways. So the cross falls to the ground. Yeah, I remember that actually. Yeah. I was physically like, Ugh. yeah. See, like obviously in the moment it does make me cringe, but it's not one of those things that has a lasting effect. Like, no, of course not. I, I I do still like for example, we keep talking about hereditary, but. There's certain moments in that which I I'll just replay in my head while I'm going to sleep. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god, um, yeah, yeah. The woman is yeah. sawing the head off. <sighs> oh god! And when the the Charlie's head just like, <laughs> fuck that. It makes me chill even now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but with this film, there wasn't really anything that like did that to me. Which no, obviously maybe given time it will, but uh, there was nothing that really made me like, oh shit, like I'm gonna remember this, like stuff like that. Like the Conjuring movies, maybe the first Conjuring movie because it was one of the first of its kind. Yeah. And, and that was the one with the, with, with the family. Uh, with the family in the, the, the house in the witch. The tree? Yeah, the tree where you see yeah. like Vera Farmiga's character, uh, Lorraine Warren, just standing at the edge of the water. Yeah. And with Patrick Wilson's uh, Ed, Ed Warren and she turns around and you see like the feet of the witch hanging there and swinging. Yeah. That stuff is creepy. That lingers yeah. in your mind. Yeah. That film was so fucked up for me. And uh, I love almost all of the movies in the Conjuring universe. Uh, but yeah, n- not many of them have any of these memorable moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know why that is, because, it, like, theoretically, it's... It, it, other than Insidious and Sinister, it's probably, like, in the top five scariest films of the... Yes. Uh, the decade, at least, like, the, the 2010s... Uh, just just 21st century. Yeah, sure. We, we just just say like that. I don't know when all these movies. Wasn't Asidious released in two thousand and eight or something? Oh, it might have been. Yeah, oh, it's not sure. a decade. It might have been. It's a century. Let's call it twenty first century. <laughs> um, but I remember those movies really freaked me out, and there was they all came out like within a few years of each other. It was mm-hmm. Insidious and Conjuring and uh, Sinister, um, and now they've kind of slowed down a bit. Whereas it, the last remaining like huge budget like you know uh, tentpole horror releases. Of the last few years that I've seen, a Conjuring spin-offs and The Conjuring and like uh, stuff like that. I and think it's also slowed down because like the 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 Conjuring movie or at least two of the three Annabelle's mo- Annabelle movies weren't received as well as they'd hoped. Yeah, you had the Nun spin-off prequel, which was like I said, pretty bad, most jump scares. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another movie, The Curse of La Llorona. I haven't seen that one either. I saw the Shit, trailers so and it looked scary as fuck. Mm. But then I, I haven't seen the movie and the reviews for that one were kind of like. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. I think uh, with this film, I wanted it to be uh, either one of two ways. I wanted it to, mm-hmm. to either be more like the haunting of Hill House, to use an example. Oh yeah, of like you know, uh, metaphorically using horror to discuss you know real issues like family and uh, loss and all this stuff, and using True. that to 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 create the horror. Also, it would be great to have that, but you also have to realize that the haunting of Hill House and like the haunting of Blind Manor. Those are stories with a ten-hour runtime. Oh yeah, of course. Don't get me and um, but to be fair, you could say The Conjuring has a at least like six-hour runtime. Three movies. Well, I mean, like just for one movie, because majority of people are like this one movie is just for one storyline. Yeah, yeah, and I get that. I mean, you can do some pretty great storytelling in between every Hill House episode as well. So for sure, you yeah. can still make that argument. You can I remember still make, cause look at Hereditary. It's only one yeah, movie. Like, I remember that. Hill House did something in my mind for horror movies. So every time I watch either a horror show or a horror movie, mm-hmm. I always look in the background. So like maybe yeah. statues yeah. that are changing yeah. position, 
shadows, which might be people, and small hands, like, withdrawing. But that shot, that shit is creepy as fuck. <laughs> true, true, true. I think, actually, Hill House did that for me anyway, as well. But we're not talking about Hill House. No. Um, <laughs> talking about Conjuring. The devil yeah. made me do it. I, I, would, I would have to say, um, they made quite an interesting spin on the story. They made quite an interesting spin on the story. Mm. Because in all the previous movies, it is, um, they have to prove a haunting while it's happening. Yeah, yeah, they mentioned that quite a lot. And now it's... Well, after, the right, first so. part, they have to do it after the deed has already been committed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though like, the demons come back. Yeah. I I do find it sad that we don't get a name for the bad guy until the end. And we don't get a name for what the demon is. Uh, all are based on quote-unquote real stories or real cases, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, that the, the title of the movie, The Devil Made Me Do It, is an actual quote used uh, in the real transcript of yeah. the the law the lawsuit which they play at the end and it's horror horrifying like, yeah they play some they always play some creepy shit at the end of the conjuring movies yeah like the the voice recordings which makes it a little bit more real even though it might be yeah. faked you, you never know it, it doesn't matter because like like i said one of the one of the things that kept coming up was the this thing of people who will create these monsters in their head and, and do terrible things do believe in it like they they completely believe that you know there was someone there was a devil telling them to, to kill someone um so in that sense it's totally believable like that this person had an exorcism and and it appeared to be working like it was actually how it seems in horror movies because to that person he believed he was actually going through an exorcism and he's mm-hmm. like this is painful for me like and maybe it manifested in like an actual physical sort of pain yeah uh but like i said i don't know if I'd like it more if it was less fant- fantastical and like uh, or, or if I'd like it if it was more realistic the thing about these Conjuring movies one of the things is that um, everyone not everyone every movie starts with like this is the most dangerous case of their career like yeah. you can't say it three movies in a row <laughs> yeah. it gets kind of boring it just gets worse and worse every like, single time worst case like oh this happened after this one or not because <laughs> It just takes, yeah. It takes away from it. Definitely. It takes away from like, oh, well, we've heard this before. So just yeah, say like, exactly, like, when does it end? When you does it, you, you can probably say like, this is one of the most shocking cases. Like, they mm-hmm. made they have like a top ten cases for which they can yeah. make conjuring movies from. But also, this one didn't feel like a case. Like, I remember the first one feeling like they were actually investigating a, a, a haunting, a possession. It felt like a real they had to like proof of the, the the possession. Yeah, and they which were like, they had already done right now with the case of the eight year old kid. Yeah, but it's 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 because I think. In the first film, at least, they were more. They were interacting more with the person who's possessed. That was like the the main like crux of the film was interacting with these with these people who uh, uh, are having this pretty bad time. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas this one, they kind of leave. Uh, what's he called? Uh, what's his name? Arna. Arna. Arnie. Arnie. They leave him like well, obviously he's in jail, but uh, they kind of like just shuffle his plot to the side and to investigate uh, this other girl who's yeah. still connected to the main plot, but also. Yeah, that's that's when it starts getting convoluted for me because then the pacing just goes. Just the one like, uh, main complaint for the movie is that well, like I said before, you don't really get a name for the villain until the end, yeah. And the demon doesn't get any characterization or just name. Mm-hmm. Um, you find out that they are from the same place. Yeah. But how does this woman choose her victims? Because she would have to have put up well, one, uh, uh, the token or the totem. In the in the in the crawl space underneath the one guy's house, uh-huh. while they were moving in, they would have she would have to have put the totem in one of the boxes when a girl was moving 
away from university. The yeah. other, the one victim I get with Ed Warren because they are investigating the whole thing. That's what I get. But there's there's no correlation in between them. I don't get any of that. Like <laughs> that's, what, that's, why, like, that's why I'm even wondering, like how did she choose her victims? No, but I, I didn't even know that she did choose. This is what I mean. Like I didn't know there was two of them. Firstly, I didn't know that she actually chose her victims. What separates the live one from the demon one? Because they're both doing evil shit. Uh, it's all ritual. Yeah, uh, and she is calling on the uh, the demon to make the ritual work or something. Even the whole ritual is explained in little bits. Yeah, oh, it's always like, oh, I can't translate this one in uh, needed part, this one important part, which is like kind of always in horror movies. So it's like kind of suspension of disbelief, but you can also do something interesting for once and make sure you can read it all at the same time. But yeah, there is no correlation between all the victims. Okay, look, that's my main issue. My thing with all of what you just said is that. I didn't get that at all. Like I didn't get. I understood what the ritual did and what it was. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, or she. Sorry. Uh, although I think also her dad was involved. By the way, just saying. Um, but the demon lady, she, or the live version of the demon lady, I guess. Yeah. Would put totems underneath people's houses and under the beds and stuff, and basically get the curse on them. Uh, why? Don't really know why they chose who they chose. Don't really know. Mm-hmm. Uh. Why she was so mad? Don't really know. It's, Although I do feel like they did say that. They <laughs> might explain a little bit. Like the guy who was a father before he was cast up at the church or something. Yeah. Uh, he did investigate all the satanic stuff that the church okay. wanted to keep locked away. Which, the moment you hear that, it's like, okay. So he might have been interested in this part at least. Yeah. And uh, it, is, it is true with uh, where he says, uh, you have to watch out that your kids don't become... Uh, like take oh, over yeah, yeah, your yeah. obsessions, yeah, 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 because yeah. it can be both said for like in this movie with satanic stuff, yeah, or that was a great for, line for actual movies, or yeah. uh, not even actual movies for actual people with either political choices or religious beliefs or whatever. What happened to the to the Warrens kid? Because didn't they have a daughter or something? They had a daughter. Yeah, she is played by. She is in a movie in the beginning when they need help, okay. but I think she's staying at one of the fathers. That's for definitely for the best, to be honest. If your job is to bloody like perform exorcisms, maybe don't keep your kids around. You know. Well, no, the kid didn't go with them on the exorcism, or at least no. But just don't even have him in the, the same last. State, I think like... the last time we saw the kid was in the in the in the in the hospital room where Ed was, yeah, like where okay. he woke up, stuff like that. Oh yeah, and yeah I think yeah. It was she was staying at the one of the fathers. All right, but just quickly, just to like get my head around it and to kind of explain my problems with the pacing and the plot. So it begins with, I want to say it begins with D. David? David, yeah, of course. I was, I was going to say okay. David. Yeah. So the film starts with David, uh, the little boy played by... Julian Hilliard. Julian Hilliard. I'll just keep calling him Luke, to be honest. If I'm well, that's fair, go on. Um, he is having an exorcism. And, okay, to someone who doesn't really remember the previous films or the, you know, expanded films or whatever... The Conjuring I've universe. It's so long. Like, it's been years since I've watched any Conjuring movies. Uh, but they just, they really just ju- drop you into the deep end. Like, you know, they're just doing an exorcism and I hope that you don't have, have to have prior knowledge cause I didn't. So, yeah. um, but so they're doing this exorcism and then, uh, Arnie, Arnie. I hate saying that word is, <laughs> I hate saying that name. Um, Arnie is, uh, he then says, you know, demon come into me instead and, you know, possess me or whatever. That sounds very sexual. It's a little, a little suggestive. Yeah, a little Take suggestive. me. Oh my God. Um, and so that is when the movie shifts so uh, I guess we get a little time skip 
and then Arnie kills someone. No, there's no time skip. It must have been like at least uh, you know a couple of days, weeks. Yeah, it's a couple of days because uh, Ed's still in the hospital. Yeah. What, which was my main thing of the movie. Like, we as the audience know that Arnie is now possessed. Yeah. And 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 you had Ed Warren who saw it, and that is like, oh, the exorcism, it worked. Yeah. It's like, no, it didn't. He's still possessed, and everybody yeah. ignored it. But yet, Ed was like. In the hospital, mm-hmm. couldn't say anything. So the moment he wakes up, he's like, oh, he's possessed. So the, yeah, the pulse I, I like that, jumps actually. back into motion. Yeah. But I was just really confused for the first part. Like, what do you mean it's over? You all saw him getting possessed, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, yeah, because it did. At first, it seemed like an oversight. Like mm-hmm. he literally was was being possessed in front of you. Like you know, mm-hmm. you couldn't lose lost track of the demon for the last thirty seconds. Oh, where did he go? <laughs> must, have, must have flown off somewhere losing your bike or your, uh, your, your ring maybe or something not a demon not a whole demon <laughs> um, and so yeah but you know piece together and there wasn't really there wasn't really plot holes there wasn't any significant stuff that didn't make sense mm-hmm. it was just it, parts of it weren't communicated as well as it could have been for example uh, demon lady don't know her thing don't know her deal really I guess she's just mad like She's just she's just just cause, just cause. Cause her daddy did something like he daddy uh, issues. Yeah, left the church, I guess. Or uh, uh, also, we probably should have guessed that he was going to be bad, considering he's played by. He wasn't bad, huh? He lied to them, bruv, about yeah. a demon killing everybody. Like, well, it's a pretty big deal. <laughs> he didn't want to believe it was his own daughter. I don't give a shit. She's murdering people. Like that is true. Come on, uh, hey, look. wouldn't you sit your kid down like, hey, all this killing? Stop, love. Yeah, but there's a point where Otherwise, she... you're not going to get any Christmas presents. She looks like a Victorian, like, dead nun or something. That like, is she's true. dressed in all black. She has, like, red eyes and, like, fangs, basically. There's a point where I'm not going to sit down anymore because she terrifies me. I'm just fangs. like, right, listen. Which movie do you see? American Werewolf in London? All right, well, she has her fangs when she is, like, demonic or whatever. But The demon takes the her point shape. Is she looks scary as shit, bro. That is true. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Props to the actress. Oh yeah, we she did we're not job. hating on you. She did a good job, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my problems with the villain wasn't really communicated well at all. Uh, just kind of there, and just kind of angry, and just kind of cursing people, I guess. Mm-hmm. I did like how Lorraine Warren um, kind of like they both saw through each other's eyes, and like that's how they communicated with the other side. That's like one of the coolest things about the Conjuring. The visionary universe. connections. Yeah, yeah, and the transitions that come from that are so fucking cool. It really adds to the, the eerie, confusing yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, atmosphere the movie wants yeah, to give yeah. off. Because normally when you would say it's confusing, it's bad. This time it's good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In a sense. In another yeah, sense, no. True. In another like, sense, it is bad. Like but, if you're very quickly confused, you're like, what the fuck? In a, in a plotting sense, it is confusing in a bad way. Like it's just not uh, structured very well. But in another sense of like, oh no, like disorientation of shit, then yeah, it works pretty well. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd say like in the first at least the second movie but also in the first movie a little bit you get some uh, backstory or visuals of how, uh, Lorraine's uh, vision abilities mm-hmm. but now they're fully integrated into the plot which makes yeah. it oh, okay. really yeah. interesting yeah. for me like you go from like standing with the cop and Ed her husband to suddenly she's in a dark forest you the shadows yes. of the trees like yeah. going to nighttime stuff that like that that was probably my favourite part of the movie like, and then she almost like she was almost dragged down a cliff. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, "Who's hand is it?" Like the 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 way they they change that as well. Um, because obviously the sun kind of sets like quickly and mm-hmm. the, the night like sort of comes over. Uh, but she like she just like her hand is empty and then she kind of thrusts it towards something, 
and then she has a knife in her hand. And You're like, what the fuck? Her. Oh, it was like, yeah, that was that beautiful. was a really good stuff. That was amazing stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look, I don't know what else to say. Really. There were a few things about love. Um. There were parts that were really on the nose. There were parts that I liked. Yeah. I would say like the um, or she tells the father the story of how they met. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's gonna be a very interesting demonic story. No, they just met at the cinema, yeah. and now they were getting ice cream, and that's it basically. So they're like, okay, what's the point of this story? But then you realize it comes back later, which was yeah. kind of sappy, but yeah, I didn't mind know. it that much. It's all right. You know, and then at the end, um, well, first, like because he had he had a heart attack in the movie because of the demon, yeah, and he forgets his pills. So the, even the movie frames it this way that he forgot his pills. So they're like, oh, fuck, he going down. Yeah. And then he says it to Lorraine. So at the moment, you still think, oh, does he really die right now? So then you have Lorraine who opens the locket yeah. on, her, on, her, on, her, on, on her necklace. And she has a heart. Like, I didn't. Like, some people can call it sappy. I, I would say. I think it worked perfectly. Yeah. It's, it, it shows how much uh, they know and love each other. And considering how, like, I think it's. A few minutes later, or I think it's a few minutes later, where they're like, they explicitly say like, you know, love is the the only thing that can you know protect us against these dark forces, and you know, love is this like Interstellar, she's like literally saying that love is the force of the universe, and that I, doesn't work. But what it might be, about, it might like, be true. But it's very on the nose. Yeah, exactly. Like after all, there are different types of love, like love for just someone, like sexual love, relationship love. Friendly love, or just a humane type of love. Mm-hmm. True, it is. It is the one thing that can defeat everything, basically. But there's also toxic love and stuff like that. So uh, saying love can save everything is very on the nose. Obviously, we're paraphrasing, but like that is kind of what they say, and it's on the nose, and it just doesn't work. Whereas the scene that you just mentioned, where they you know visually the represents it, that does work. And you, it, where you do a visual representation of the theme like that, it works a lot better than yeah, saying yeah. love. Truth. But another thing is. You, if you're having themes in a movie, you need to repeat the themes like more than once, like or twice. You they had the theme of love there multiple times. I won't say they did. I won't say, like at the beginning, how they met, and it comes back. With, that's just the, then it comes back with Arnie and his girlfriend. Uh, it comes back because she is there supporting him all the way. But through. it's it's literally like the only time it's shown with Arnie and the girlfriend is when the monologue is playing when she's like, "Oh, love is this, love is that," and it shows them to you know uh, the girlfriend saving. Oh, it shows it before like, they mentioned the, the theme of uh, marriage multiple times, like how yeah, like it is a pretty you know <laughs> a shortcut way to say like, "Oh, these people love each other." Yeah, but the theme of marriage and them marrying each other comes up uh, multiple times. Also, then I would say maturity is also maybe one of the themes because they do talk about starting a life with two of them together, moving out yeah. of the town, stuff sure. like that. Sure. So that's mentioned multiple times. But you but don't like yeah. you, the problem with that is the two characters that we you just mentioned with all with these different themes. Uh, I don't know if they're in previous movies. Are they in previous movies? No, no right? Uh, like I said, don't remember much of the Conjuring, just like certain scenes. But um, we don't know anything about them. We've spent like ten minutes of them before shit goes down, so it doesn't really translate that well. Like I think it would have been better communicated with uh, Lorraine and Ed. It was, uh, to be honest, it was. It was done with the both of them. The love like, thing, like in the yeah. climax of the movie, we yeah, they talk about love. You have um, again, where the climax of the movie, you have Ed and Lorraine who are holding each other after him. It's literally like a woman, a psycho woman, got killed by a demon in front of them. Like her body's <laughs> all twisted up, yeah. like full pretzel mode. Yeah. And then you have the couple together uh, in the 
Well, first still in the, in the, in this, first together in the jail and like in the psych ward, you uh -huh. could say, yeah. like they're hugging again or like heads connected or whatever. Yeah. And then she kisses him before the trial, stuff like that. That's a good representation. And I would say with all those scenes, you don't need another vo uh, vocal mention of love. But it's not about vocal mention. It's if this is your tying together theme, this is the reason you made this movie, essentially, like the story. One of the reasons, one of the main reasons, it needs to come through throughout the story, not just at the end. Like it needs to, like not just a specific point. It was like, there in the beginning, it was there at the end, but it wasn't really there in the middle. <laughs> Longer chunk of the middle. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah look, it's it's it's, it's a minor. It's, it's pretty. The movie is not without its flaws. Yeah, but yeah. It is one of my favorite Conjuring Universe movies. Me too. <laughs> I guess like uh, I'll need to watch them all before that means anything, though. Like that is true. Oh yeah, I, I don't know uh, if I mentioned this before, but the amount of Easter eggs in this movie. Yes, uh, yes. We caught the first one like in the cinema, but I had to, for another few of them, I had to go and rewatch. There were a lot of exorcist ones. Like the first one is quite noticeable with the father uh, in front of the house with the lantern on top of his head. Mm -hmm. I didn't that's... notice that until you mentioned it. Like uh, in the cinema, as well. but that's because I've not seen the exorcist. So well, yeah. <sighs> it's, it's 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 a difficult opinion to have on the movie. Oh, let's not get into that right now. But basically, yeah, we'll, that's for another episode. It's not the best horror movie anymore. That's yeah. I don't have an opinion on it yet, so, you know. Fine. Uh, so, yeah, you had the first reference to The Shining, or The Shining, The, the, the Exorcist, Exorcist with the father yeah. beneath Lantern. Mm -hmm. uh, the kid with, was yeah. first possessed, played by Julian Hilliard. Yes. Uh, wore the blue uh, specked pajamas that Reagan was also wearing in the movie. Mm -hmm. And... There were some other references as well. We have you have Arnie standing in the window, which is a reference to... Uh, Woman in Black? Could be. Could be. Yeah, because she's also standing in that window. But no, it was, I think it was most, mostly referring to Psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you see yeah. Mother yeah. standing in the and window. And then also the shower scene. The um, shower. Comes after. True, true. You see the shower scene, which uh, I've seen in some videos. They make a reference to... Uh, to Psycho as well. Mm. But when I saw it, it reminded me more of It. Yes. I was either, yes. well, kind of like both It's, just the first one, because like it's the the sink spews blood. Yeah, yeah. But in yeah, uh, yeah, It's yeah. Chapter 2, it's the toilet who spews blood. Yeah, and also the hand, the, the claw hand, uh, like dragging across the... Oh, yeah. yeah well, you don't see the hand, uh, in, you, don't, you don't see the hand in It. Are you uh, sure? I swear, Pennywise at some point turns into like a like a, a guy with like spindly like claw hands. Yeah, that's later. That's later in the movie. That's not in the. That's not in the bathroom scene. All right, bruv. Yeah, those are some great. So those are some great references. Like you have, um, well, for like Exorcist, Psycho, Shining, either, Shining. Yeah, Shining. most apparently at the end, with um, with with Ed being like kind of like fucked up yep. slash possessed. By the occultist. He's dragging like, his, his jackhammer yeah, along. Dragging the jackhammer, trying to kill even... Well, not, of course, on purpose, but... He's swinging it around, almost hitting and killing Lorraine. Yeah. Yep. That's some pretty uh, nasty stuff, I'd say. <laughs> uh, there are also some scenes that were in a trailer, but not in a movie, which was pretty sad, because you have the more kind of Escher-like mm. uh, um, scene where... It was in a movie as well where Lorraine sees one duplicate of herself. Oh, yeah. But in the trailer, there was a whole uh, spiraling 
copy of her in a opening Oof. a door. I gotta say that was that was one of the creepiest moments of the film for me. Like I genuinely had chills all over my body when she was duplicate. Yeah, when she just like turned around and, and it was like, exactly the oh, same. I, I mean, like why. it was like the 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 original scene with all the duplicate spiraling doors mm. was hinted at the first exorcism of. Uh, the kid in the beginning yep. because you see the, the camera falling around facing the TV where the the where the film is being shown so it's mm -hmm. just an endless loop oh yeah 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 so that's yeah, like yeah. okay I think that was more of a like a poltergeist reference right could also be but it, I mean it was also that exact scene in the movie was in the trailer so they yeah. cut that which was pretty sad yeah but uh, I think those were all the Easter eggs? Did I miss I, I, I don't know, but... <laughs> I think I'm the horror fanatic I'm, in there. I'm not the horror guy, but I do love a good horror movie. And I love when they give homage to, you know, the ones that came before. True. Um, okay. Let's move on. Okay. I'll I'll just summarize my ideas and then while I think about that. You go, girl. <laughs> the lighting is great. The framing is amazing. The sound, fantastic. Acting, phenomenal. Score, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I like some of the themes. I like the idea of possession and mental health, as well as uh, like oh, the whole religious aspect was just great. Just the backstory, the lore, mythology. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and using real, you know, uh, Catholic uh, imagery, like, you know, satanic occult stuff. Great. I, I realized I saw a statue of the 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 deity Baphomet, like the the, Oof, yeah. the goat uh, satanic creature. Mm, mm, mm. Gross! Fuck you, Satan! Just just mm. putting that out there, uh, but. On the other hand, I could predict every jump scare, Same. pretty much, and every true. fake out of a jump scare. Uh, it wasn't very scary. It was still gripping to watch, but that's more just because it's, it looks so good. And like, I just I like Patrick Wilson when he's mm -hmm. acting. Uh, I like Luke from the, from Hill House. Julian Hillard, <laughs> Farmiga does a great job as Lorraine Warren. Yeah, and she kills I, yeah, it every movie. She kills it, and she the, her power is just just unique and amazing. Yeah. Uh, so overall, all that considered, well made, incredibly well made. Uh, keeps your attention even though I'm not that invested in the universe I'll give it a 7 I'll give it a 7 and that sounds a bit harsh but uh, I do have some problems with the film as well and so. it's fine I mean problems are always there yeah I will also quickly recap what I said like you said the most part cinematography soundtrack lighting it's all fantastic I love mm. or I wouldn't say I love but the acting is really good it's uh, you can see some chemistry at least between Anna Lorraine Warren um, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, every conjuring it was Indeed, in the first Conjuring movie, it's in the second one as well, and the third one as well. They always have these beautiful long shots, like yep. going through the entire house, or at least yes. one of the entire house. The Conjuring one goes, uh, you know, follows the family when I'm moving in. Mm -hmm. You have the sec, or also when they're setting up all the cameras and stuff like that, of course, in the first one. Yeah. In the second one is it is with the the family in Enfield in the in the house uh, where they're tracking with all the siblings and the mother from through the entire house, and right now is with. Arnie and his girlfriend, uh, while they're living upstairs above the dog kennel, yeah, uh, with Bruno, the entire space there. Uh, yeah, I remember saying Patrick Wilson and Julian Hilliard just can't catch a break in all these ghost stories. Uh, yeah, there was some on the nose stuff about love. It was a bit meh for me. Like, mm. it's fine, yeah, but it can be better. And the jump scares, yeah, they can be seen from far away, even though they don't get me that often. Yeah, uh, it's another good movie in the Conjuring universe, and I'm intrigued to find out what uh, future ghosts, demons, mythology yeah, they can explain. So I will give it a seven and a half out of ten. Nice, nice, pretty admirable scores there. I don't know who directed it, but he did a good job. So yeah, I thought this movie was uh, directed as well by James Wan, but it wasn't. It was done by Michael Chavez. Okay. So 
He did a good fine job, Michael. Yeah, it felt like a continuation from the story, so well yeah. done. I the only thing I'll say is I would be more interested in the next films being different, just like different. I this whole like anthology thing of different uh cases being each movie is a good idea, but I think they've taken it pretty far. Like Break I'd like to see them just do something just completely different. Like sixteenth century, do some weird shit with witches. Like, I don't know. Anything. Break the mold, be original. Yeah, exactly. Any last words? Uh, no, I mean, I was hoping this movie would make me terrified to sleep, but it didn't, so yeah, that's probably, yeah, that's the biggest disappointment of I, the film. I never have that expectation of movie, or at least of horror movies, but what can I say? I can watch them, uh, like, at the witching hour in bed in the dark <laughs> with my laptop on my lap. Okay, whoa, well, all right, like, oh, we have an edge, We have an edgelord over Damn, here. okay. Well, I, it's just like that, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> Just for a horror movie, pretty good. And as a final statement, thank you for listening, listeners. <laughs> now then, please, if you can sleep, you're taking it too far. I don't know, even know what I'm you're saying. You're taking it too <laughs> I'm far. Just fucking speaking. Well, let's end it before we get any worse. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.